for anyone visiting and living in central Tokyo, come visit the Nakameguro Tap Room from Baird Brewery. Opened in 2008, Nakameguro Tap Room is the first Tokyo area tap room from Baird Brewery. Their kitchen specializes in New Haven style of pizza, which I have told you is the best style of Neapolitan pizza. New Haven style places a high emphasis on high temperature baking, fresh seasonal toppings, and a crispy light crust. Combined with all the classic Japan based Baird beers on tap, enjoy all vintage beer hall feels at Nakameguro Tap Room. There's even a sofa area and a large TV screen great for sporting events. Only a two minute walk from Nakameguro Station, the tap room is open daily until 10 pm. For more information, visit bairdbeer.com. I didn't have anybody like shoulder distance who was, you know, moving to Japan or like doing these things. So, like, to me, it was like fairy tale, you know? And like, I never just, I never thought about it. Like, it wasn't a dream. I didn't know anybody who had did it. You don't think that you can do it, or you don't think that it's possible, or you don't know anybody doing it and like making a living off of it, like thriving and doing it. So, like, it's not even an idea that crosses your mind. But I've seen a lot of times, like, a lot of people who got a lot of people who、um, were older, like, art wasn't necessarily a priority in their life anymore. It was more of like, you know, life, you know? Hello there. Welcome to Made in Japan Conversations with Meljo Catalan. This is my podcast about Japan, but it's not just your run of the mill cool Japan podcast. I want to explore a side of Japan besides the sushi and the sumo, anime, and video games. I'm here to extrapolate and meditate with the local people that your travel guide probably doesn't touch on, people that are hungry for making it. And people that have made it. This podcast is my talks with them. Hey, welcome back to the Made in Japan podcast. I am your host, Meljo Catalan, and、uh, thank you for coming along with this ride.、Uh, we are back with another episode. But first, if you like what you hear, and if you like all the other episodes that I've made on this pod of mine, Go visit my Kofi page. That's co-fi.comslash made in Japan podcast. All donations go into the production, beverages, and possibly food for my guests of mine. And so we are back, and I am so proud to introduce basically a brand new、uh, resident in, in Japan. He goes by the name, his artist name is DTD. I know him as DJ.、Uh, yeah, he's, he's a really an amazing、uh, digital artist. And he made a name of himself in Atlanta, Georgia. And now, I think about almost less than a year, he arrived in Japan and he's suddenly basically blowing up in, with his art. Doing、um, some galleries at clothing stores or、um, doing some commission pieces.、Um, so, if you ever check out his Instagram page, it's、uh, at whoisdtd.、Uh, you, you will know what I mean. So,、uh, DJ, he had, to, you know, he had the chance to come out and join me. And I've always loved these t y p e of episodes of learning. Their first time experiences of coming to Japan and, and, and you know, still growing and, and understanding、uh, the amazing things that、uh, life can be in Japan compared to where they were back home. So, we're going to talk about his background and his life story and his love for art. And finally, I'm, I'm just, just so proud that this, this dude, man, he's, he's got it. He's, he's going to. He's going to make waves in, in this country. So, without further ado, this is DJ, aka DTD, a digital artist, illustrator, and here we go.
Oh, so you like IPAs? Yeah, I'm an See, IPA my guy. my big ones is like either sours or. Do you like fruits? Fruits, fruits. Oh shit! Yeah, the user ale. Yeah, the user ale, man. Okay, yeah. Let me get the user. Okay. I know user too. So. Yeah. So find it. DJ, thank you for coming. Oh no 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 man! Anytime, like, <laughs> like I feel like I can't. In I feel like I was a little quick whenever it came to uh, like the idea that I have for like what I want to do here yeah. or whatever. Um, so like I had to like when you come here, like it's almost like restarting, right? Yeah. So I also feel like um, I. I feel, not 100% sure, but I feel like I know what I want to do whenever it comes to being here or whatever. So, like, <laughs> from the outside looking in, like, I have a lot of big aspirations. So, like, you know, there's a lot of big things that I want to do. But I think for the most part, like, where my heart is at is, like, community. But I know that I have to, like, achieve those big things before I can do a lot for the community or whatever, but okay. I'm really a community type person. So like, I live in Narima right now, so it's like a lot of elderly people, but very, very sweet. It's Tokyo, there's a lot of elderly people. I mean, I mean well, very, it's like very sweet elderly. Yeah, people yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's like I think like it's majorly like elderly or whatever, but yeah. like they're so sweet, you know. And I feel like I really want to do like a lot of stuff for the community, yeah. you know. Um, like local coffee shops or yeah. like different things like this or whatever. So like, I feel like, you know, some of the stuff that I've done in America, I guess you could consider kind of like bigger or whatever. Mm. But I tell you like specifically to give you a better example, like for podcasts or whatever, yeah. I guess you say like interviews, podcasts, not a hundred percent my thing, but if I do it, I'm going to be doing it for like somebody I consider like a friend or yeah. something like that. Other than that, I don't care if I got the reason why. So like, well, first off, this is oh, yeah, straight up to the compai. Compai, thank you, man. Um, dude, that means a lot to me, man. Mm. What you said, you like no, it? most definitely, yeah. Um, let let let's start from how I first met you. Mm, mm, mm. I was just just kicking back with Brandon. Yeah. By the river. Yeah. And like, you know, this was last summer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, dude, I know this new cat. He just yeah. came to Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's yeah. Like, he's really good. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, yo, check out his illustrations. He's yeah. really good. And I, and he just showed me your, your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, this is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like five minutes later, you just like, just... Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I looked at you, I'm like, I, I'm gonna be friends with this guy. What's up, man? I'm like, this guy, this guy's cool. This guy's chill. Yeah. And I was just like, I was so impressed because what I learned from you mm -hmm. through Brandon, mm -hmm. and I shout out to you, Brandon. Like, what I learned from you, from him is that like you just arrived in Japan. Mm -hmm. And you already had your foot in the door of like mm -hmm. doing what you what you're gonna do. Yeah, what you wanna yeah, do. yeah. And to me, that's very impressive mm -hmm. because like there's a lot of foreigners that come here mm -hmm. with the mindset of just like we're in Never Neverland. Let's just play. Yeah, yeah. But like you <laughs> yeah. came in, like yeah. you, you had a you you came in. Yeah, yeah. Focused. Yeah. And I was like. That's a lot of respect. And mm, you know what? Mm. We talked about community before. Mm, mm. Japanese senses that quick. Mm, mm, they sense that mm. quickly when you have that focus. Yeah, yeah. D D DJ, you got to bring me back. Mm, Let's mm, go back to mm. where you're from mm, mm. And, and, and talk about your love mm. of uh, you know, art, mm, illustration, mm, and mm. then Japan, I guess. Mm, mm. Yeah. So uh, I'm from Derrida, Louisiana. Yeah, okay. Um, so like really Inaka, you know, like really country. Country, yeah. Yeah. Um and for the most part, like I was ready to like I was really always trying to like leave. Like I mean I love like where I'm from or whatever. Um Is most most of your family from that area? 
Yeah. So most of my family is from Louisiana, um, Derrida specifically, or most on my dad's side, most of my family is from uh, Beaumont, Texas. So either Texas or Louisiana, uh, for the most part, most of my family is from. Um, but like really small town, um, like I don't come from a rich family, so like um, no big vacation, but my mom and my dad always worked hard enough for us to be able to take a trip or two. And a lot of times uh, that would include some of my friends in the neighborhood. So they would try to introduce them to more, you know. Um, so I'm really grateful to my parents for allowing me to see other parts of the United States. Um, so they would take us on little trips. So they would take us on like little trips to Galveston. Um, yeah. So like beach. Why do I think about Friday night lights? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's definitely that vibe. It's definitely that vibe. So we would always have like that opportunity to like take that trip um and that's one of the trips i could like really remember growing up um and we would take that one like i think every year um so like that was like really really memorable but with it being like such a small town and um like really country and stuff like i feel like now looking at it looking back at it or whatever i learned a lot of like things from my mom my aunt my uncles and my cousins of like really i say they gave me a really good foundation on like things that i feel like so i feel like as far as like an artist and like a businessman i feel like um atlanta really made me so yeah where was that transition from? so that transition was like i'd say it's all blurry now but um my mom and my dad ended up buying a house in um atlanta well not atlanta but in georgia um and so it was our goal um to like move to uh georgia because like they bought the house in Georgia, so um, that's what they were planning to do. Um, so before they moved out to uh, Georgia, I moved to Georgia. So I moved to Georgia, no idea about Georgia. I've never lived anywhere else. Um, like coming from like a small country town, like I had no idea, you know, like for me, it was like moving from the middle of nowhere to like a place like New York and Georgia is like a big city. It's like really growing. Um, but Georgia for me is like really about hustle. It's about business. Um, it's about, um, like I, I passed by Atlanta like one time mm, driving mm. down. Uh, my, my, my oldest brother, older brother is, uh, he was in the army, mm, mm, mm. so he was stationed in uh, Fort uh, Troy, Alabama. So okay, I drove okay. through Atlanta. Mm, mm, mm. I just remember it like it was like a, a complete urban sprawl. Yeah, yeah. My first time going down there, yeah. I'm like, this it's, is a huge city. Yeah, and it's growing. It's like huge. it's growing. Like <laughs> maybe I'm saying it's mostly because like I lived in Atlanta and yeah. I haven't lived like anywhere else in the states, but well, other than like Louisiana, yeah. but like. To me, like Atlanta is one of the most like popping, growing cities like in the states right now. Like there's so many businesses being started in Atlanta. Um, music is like very big in Atlanta. Um, like it's just growing so fast. Um, but it's very easy to get caught up into like bad things. You know, luckily I'm fortunate enough not to. I, I wasn't caught up into any like bad situations or anything um but it's easy to like go down that slippery slope um so like i say that to say like being raised in like derrida louisiana like i feel like it gave me a really good like 
southern foundation of like you know this is what's good and this is what's bad and um it doesn't matter like how it doesn't matter the situation like wrong is wrong and right is right so like i see like a lot of um i've been i guess and especially because of like the industry that i'm in or whatever not necessarily industry i'm in but like the clientele or like the clients that i work with or whatever it's it can be like very easy to like get caught up into like get caught in with the wrong crowd or like uh those type of things but i feel like i know where i'm from and i know how like i was raised or whatever and like the way that my mom and my dad raised me um i really like lean back on those type of things whenever it comes to like situations that i'm faced with or things that i feel like mostly things that can change you because like you're changing every single day and so like even for me talking about my life and stuff like that i don't 100 percent know like oh, okay like this is right i mean not necessarily like this is right but like i don't completely 100 percent know myself you know like i'm growing and i'm learning a lot of different things about myself like every single day you know um uh, and so even my knowledge a lot of it's from my parents or like my mentors and you know people that i look up to you know um but i lean on that a lot where was that spark for you know for the love of like art and, and illustration um where did that come from i'm not a hundred percent sure i just always remembered drawing in class like growing up at school now thinking about it like i don't think that i've thought about it enough or i've had like enough time to think about like some of these things or whatever but now thinking about it i feel like i have like a better idea of like maybe how it started so like i wasn't necessarily school wasn't necessarily my strong suit so like um i do always remember like drawing in class whether it would be during a test like I might be drawing during a test and like it wasn't necessarily always encouraged because like you know you should be doing your test you know like so um even growing up like you're the guy that like during like a major test you're like doodling drawing snakes around the fucking definitely yeah and so like a lot of times a form of punishment would definitely be like okay like no drawing you know yeah like because I was always drawing yeah, like yeah, yeah. I was always drawing and like was it like caricatures or were you were you looking um at, I I think that I always was drawing yeah, I don't know uh sometimes it was like I guess freestyle like yeah, yeah, off, the, yeah. off my dome or whatever <laughs> but um sometimes it was like Dragon Ball Z or like okay. something um but I think that maybe now thinking about it like a lot of my inspiration probably I mean well not inspiration but I think the reason that I was like always drawing is because I felt like this was like a lot easier than like what I was doing, which was like schoolwork. So like it wasn't my strong suit. I didn't feel comfortable doing it. Um, my mind got foggy whenever like, you know, I'm doing yeah. it wasn't. And I guess, you know, I appreciate like all the people who taught me, like, you know, my teachers, you know, growing up or whatever. But like, yeah growing up there was always like one way to learn you know and there was not necessarily any other way so i think that the way that i was learning like in school wasn't the way that i learned but i didn't know that there were other ways to learn so i kind of looked at it and you know forgive me for saying like you know school wasn't my strong suit it's just that way of learning was not the way that i learned you know so I think that I resorted to like drawing and I saw how easy it was for me and how comfortable I was doing it. And then I saw how it made other people feel as well when I would draw things for them. So like, I think that that's why I continue to draw okay. and- well, You must have excelled in, in the art classes. Yeah, like, um, yeah, so yeah. Any art teachers influence you or? or uh, I don't think I've thought about it enough uh, as far as like art teachers that influenced me. Um, I was definitely always encouraged by like my parents and I was definitely always encouraged by like the art teachers in general. Um, but like I remember one art teacher, I, I think I know her name, but I'm not 100% sure. But uh, she was like very encouraging. Um, 
But yeah, art was just like fun um, for me, and like it always had been fun for me. It was always like really not to brag, but it was always like really easy for me. So like I don't say it like it was easy for me to say like oh you know like um, in a bragging way. I think it was I say like it was always easy for me because like there was a lot of other things that was difficult for me. So like with that being difficult for me and this being easy for me, I spent most of my time doing what was Dude, easy for I me. Get, I get it, man. Like, one yeah. of my best friends, he's he's also a, a renowned uh, tattoo artist mm -hmm. in like, art class. Yeah. That dude, that cat could kill it in art class. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here drawing like the worst uh, Dumbo elephant uh, character. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, making like this masterpiece of yeah you know, yeah just like just just riffing on dumbo yeah you know? yeah 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 I, yeah I get it i totally get yeah. it you just look at it and be like damn man i mean in high school <laughs> in high school like uh there was one art teacher um mr burnett like he was like i guess a big inspiration for me or whatever because he was like really encouraging um it was i think i could relate with him a lot as far as like Hey, like, um, it's okay to be really good at art and not good at, like, this or that or, like, I don't know. He was just maybe not that point, but, like, he was just really relatable, like, and he he could really relate with us as a student, even though he was a teacher. Like, sure. he understood us, and it was just really refreshing to, like, visit him and then also, like, be an artist, and he's an artist, and then... Yeah, it was just a really, really good experience, you know. Um, yeah, it was a really, really, really amazing teacher. Um, and I have, like, you know, other amazing teachers, like Miss Biggs, you know, who was really encouraging, like, whenever, like, things would be a little more difficult for me in school or whatever, she would, like, be very encouraged for me. Like, she really believed in me and stuff like that. Um, and I don't really want to say, like, oh, you know, uh, school is, like, not my strong suit. I don't necessarily want to want to say that. I just want to say like, oh, you know, like um, that way of learning wasn't my way of learning, you know, um, and I learned differently. So that's a fair point. I mean, but as long as you get that outcome, I think that's that's all that really matters or whatever. As yeah. long as you can get that, how can you say, uh, learn it mm -hmm. in the end? I think that that's all that matters. I don't think a lot of people ask necessarily like, oh, how many times did it take you or whatever it may be. I, I go. I'm, I'm going with my music background too. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's, a, it's very similar with uh, with arts, with visual mm -hmm. arts. Like I was not classically trained musically. Mm -hmm. I'm self-taught. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah. Like my first instrument was the trumpet, and like that was elementary school, fifth grade, sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, reading music sucks. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like. Yeah. Well, very similar with you. I was very yeah, yeah, energetic. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, you know, you, you start to, maybe your brain starts to align and connect with the notes. Yeah. As how, like, in an artist, your the brush and the yeah. colors yeah. start to align with yeah. your brain. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah. Like, and then, so yeah, I have a lot of respect for that. Yeah. It's not uh, the traditional education. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be the... Yeah. the, the the only way yeah and i think that was the best i think that's the best example for me is just like people already asked me like oh you know like uh why did you become an artist like like i said i don't remember necessarily the age i just feel like i just remember like me always drawing right um but i feel like if people were to ask me i think that a better answer at least for right now would probably be like um it was just the easiest thing for me and um yeah it was just what I found like very easy um, and yeah, it's refreshing. So yeah. Okay, so let's let's go and go in towards the angle of your love of Japanese culture in ja Japan. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, and, and you mentioned Dragon Ball. Uh, mm, 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 mm. Walk me through this, man. So uh, <laughs> can I say it? Um, I feel like a lot of this is just like. Uh, I feel like I haven't thought about it until like now, um, but I do remember like from a very very like, early age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate it. Like, like I said, like I don't feel like I would be doing like a podcast interview with like other people or sure. whatever. Um, I feel like even if the opportunity came up, like I'm very fortunate and lucky enough to like 
be making pretty decent money like yeah. as an artist or whatever and so like it doesn't push me to do things that are outside of my comfort zone just for the sake of like making money so like i have i feel like i have the choice to be able to say like oh you know like if i don't want to like do interviews or like i don't want to do like um photo shoots or whatever it may be i feel like i make enough that i can say like no to it or whatever so like if i am doing it i'm gonna do it for like you know somebody that i care about like somebody that i consider a friend or whatever so like i appreciate this experience because i feel like this is a good experience for me because like i feel like some stuff that I haven't had the time or took the time to like really think about, I feel like I'm learning a little bit more about myself. And I feel like when it comes to me explaining things or talking about myself, I feel like I learn a lot about myself through conversation or I learn new things through conversation as well. Um, but as far as like my interest in like Japanese culture, I feel like I've always had like a big interest in Japanese culture. I just don't think I always knew that it was Japanese culture so like very um early like I was watching Dragon Ball Z or um just all like Cartoon Network uh some Cartoon Network okay. um some like a Adult Swim. Okay, so is it, if I could, my, yeah, like if I stayed, yeah, Toonami. If I stayed <laughs> up late enough, um, <laughs> you would catch it on like some other channels, yeah. like uh, I think Kids WB or like, okay. uh, yeah, like. For, but for me, like I seen a very distinct difference between like American cartoons okay. and Japanese cartoons. Well, but I was always trying to like watch anime like i knew that it was something different about anime versus like um american cartoons um i still watched american cartoons but like i saw the difference like it was a very distinct difference uh for me and i was just always trying to watch it but then again like my dad had like uh my dad was like a really hard worker so like he was working a lot like all the time somehow he still made a lot of time to like be there for us and be in our lives um um i remember like a lot of our like bonding moments was like watching dragon ball z or playing tekken wow. or um he was really into like uh marvel and transformers as well okay, okay. um i like marvel too yeah. um i'm not as big of a fan of marvel or whatever was or he, like DC uh no he wasn't like a comic book reader but I think that he watched a lot of it growing up okay. or whatever so like a lot of times he would tell us like oh you don't know nothing about this and we didn't know anything about it so he would be putting us on it um so yeah a lot of our bonding moments was like maybe playing Tekken or nice. watching Dragon Ball Z my mom wasn't always as enthusiastic about it because like you know <laughs> some of it's like pretty violent or um now looking back at like dragon ball like there's some nudity you know like so my mom wasn't always enthusiastic about it but yeah i mean it takes five episodes to actually get into the real fight of like yeah 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 but you know like watching it back then i think that i was just so like amazed by it you know um and i saw like such a distinct difference um that like I didn't recognize like that they're talking for like a whole episode before like right. the fight happens. Yeah. Like now looking back, I'm like, wow. But I do think Dragon Ball Z was like really ahead of its time. It was. Um, it was. But yeah, like I think that that was like a really big step into it. And then my uncle, he, my dad's brother, yeah. like he was like really into like anime as well um but like i don't think it was the anime uh, anime fan as i know today like it was more of like there was anime on the shelf we're working yeah. um they don't own like you know okay. plushes yeah. and stuff like that <laughs> they, or they, like they saw an anime episode or like oh this is cool kind of thing or uh i think they had like the dvds and okay. stuff like okay. that um but i don't think they like they didn't have like posters and stuff like that um i feel like they definitely in 
encouraged it in a way without necessarily like encouraging it. They were watching it. Almost like a passive influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's weird because like I don't never remember them talking about it and stuff like that. But like, yeah, like they never talked about it. At least I think or discussed it or anything. But like. I would see it on the shelf and I'd be like, oh, like, what is this one? Or like, oh, what is this one? So like, um, yeah, I feel like that definitely introduced me a little bit to Japanese culture. Um, it was, I feel like also watching Dragon Ball Z, it gave me something to draw. So like drawing was always easy for me. I was gonna, I would, that was exactly my next yeah, question. Like, I definitely was drawing Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I feel like okay. I definitely spent a lot of time drawing Dragon Ball Z. Okay. And I feel like, um, like I said before, like I feel like art was like the easiest thing for me. Yeah. And so with art being the easiest thing for me, I feel like I was either drawing something from my mind or I feel like I was looking for something to draw and I felt like the thing that I was, I felt like Dragon Ball Z was something for me to draw, like, you know? Um, and then there was always like, from what I can remember, like thinking back, there was always like little things. Um, I was like, yo, this looks cool. Like this looks similar to like the things that I'm interested in, which I don't even think I knew it as anime at the time, but I was like, this looks like this looks like it, you know, and I was drawing it. Wow. So I feel like that was like really my introduction to like some of Japanese culture. Um, and yeah, I feel like anime had a really big uh, influence on my life uh, growing up. I don't always I don't I say now like I don't have as much time for it now. I'm making time for it, but I don't have as much time for it now. Like, uh, the the interesting thing is, like, me making this transition to, like, moving to Japan. Like, I don't think that it had anything to do with, like, my move to Japan. Right. Interestingly, like, I know that I hear a lot of people say, like, oh, you know, like, I was always in the anime. And so, like, you know, I was interested in Japan. I don't, I've never had the idea to move to japan because i feel like a lot i didn't know that i could move to japan i didn't know that that was possible um i never i didn't there was nobody who looked like me that i knew of that moved to japan so it's not an idea that crossed my mind um so i never really had the idea to move to japan I think that I got my style while I was living uh, or like I don't want to say got my style but I think I developed my style while I was living in Atlanta okay. um, yeah so I developed my style while I was living in Atlanta and I think that like a big part of that were you freelancing your work in Atlanta? Um, yeah so like I started freelancing while I was in Atlanta um, I started freelancing while I was in Atlanta and Atlanta's a growing city so like a majority of my clientele is like from Atlanta um, and I saw how much money you could make from art and it was like history from there like it just blew up and took off from there I won't necessarily say blew up but were you, were you, so you were you showing your stuff in galleries or? no uh, I don't really have a history in galleries or whatever um like I don't know like I feel like galleries really didn't want to like I don't know like I don't feel like maybe I didn't do the work to I didn't do the work to reach galleries sure, sure. maybe uh, but galleries really didn't let I really couldn't get my foot in the door when it came to galleries you know but uh yeah but no I was mostly doing stuff all on Instagram yeah Instagram was like, I'd say like 99% of my clientele. Yeah. So like um, most of them like in the music industry or um, brands, um, stuff like that. Um, oh, like apparel stuff too. Yeah, apparel, music industry, uh, s mostly like 
that's mostly like my uh, clientele. Uh, whenever I was started in um, Atlanta or whatever, but I say like a big, like uh, one of my biggest influences, like definitely like my community that I had in Atlanta. So like one of my closest friends is like Jordan. Um, so he goes by Doodle Jordan, and so um, he is a freelancer um, and. Me and him work together a lot and um, just like encouraging each other. Um, it really taught me about how like important like art community is. I, dedica- I say I dedicate like a huge part of my success to like my community, like like in Atlanta, especially like my friend Jordan. Like we was always encouraging each other, like um, always like teaching each other like new things and like you know and i feel like it's such a beautiful mesh because it's art and it's also life you know um and i feel like we learned a lot of things about both like as we grow as we grew as artists in atlanta you know shout out to jordan because i i mm. did see on your instagram yeah. his, uh, his new uh illustration yeah, yeah 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 and i'm working on one of him right oh now God, too that's a badass and then, and you put it on your profile page. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So, he's yeah, shout out to jordan He's really, really amazing, and like I'm super proud of him. Like he, like he really took off, you know. Um, yeah, I'm like super proud of him. I mean, super proud of like, well, I'm super appreciative of like the conversations that we had, like you know, the time that we spent, like you know, in his studio and like just learning different things together and talking about like life and you know, like. I feel like I learned a lot about myself as well as like talking to him and like him, you know, I appreciate him because like I feel like I talk a lot. So like him just listening to me and saying like, yo, like I'm like, yo, like I don't really know like um, what my style is or I really don't know this or I really don't know that. And he just like, yo, like you talk about it a lot. Like you don't like you're I see you draw this shape a lot or like that means like I think you're attracted to like this type of shape or like. You know these different things and just pointing out things that i didn't necessarily notice um like i really appreciate him for taking like the time to like really be my friend you know and like really like yeah be a, like a really really good friend but I, I feel like it also like we grew a lot together um so i feel like that really had like a big influence on like my style um and like developing my style um I, I feel like i'm still developing my style like even now um like you know um even my style of art like a lot of like my clientele or whatever you know i'm very appreciative to my clientele you know and stuff like that but a lot of my clientele like looking at my art i feel like a lot of people wouldn't even know like like some of my inspirations and stuff like that or like things that i'm influenced by i feel like a lot of people would think like oh you know like it probably would be this or it probably would be like you know heavy hip-hop i guess you could say um but like you know i love hip-hop a huge portion of like my uh, clientele is like hip-hop artists um but i'm really into like you know indie pop alternative r&b um, I see your stories, dude. You put on some, and it, some uh, the styles of music. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm so like music. I feel like has a huge, huge, huge um, influence yeah. when it comes to like my art or whatever. Like I feel like yeah, I feel like I find like a new artist or like I find like a. Um, a new song and like i feel like i'm set i'm good for like a whole like you're in that state yeah like i feel like uh it's yeah and so i'm like really into like a lot of indie artists or whatever um like i like you know big artists too um but like i really like a lot of um indie artists or whatever so well okay so let's let's go forward now yeah yeah, yeah. from atlanta like when I want to know, like, when did you decide, like, I got to go to Japan? And I don't think I was planning to come here for, like, a long time or whatever. Yeah. Because, like, I never had the idea to move to, like, Georgia. I mean, to Atlanta. I mean, well, not Atlanta. I'm sorry. Uh, Japan. Yeah. 
Yeah, like uh, I just didn't know it was possible, or like I don't know. Like I guess it's kind of like this this thing that I say like uh, with a lot of people like that don't necessarily like chase their dreams, or like with a lot of people that or like with even with me like not thinking to move to like um, this place. It's like if you don't see anybody around you doing it. Or you don't see anybody around you chasing your dreams. Like, I don't look down on anybody for not chasing their dreams because, like, there's nobody doing it around them or they've never heard of it. And maybe, like, social media was not, like, as big growing up. So, like, it was just starting, you know? Um, But, I mean, even then, like, I didn't have anybody like shoulder distance who was, you know, moving to Japan or like doing these things. So like, to me, it was like fairy tale, you know. And like, I never just I've never thought about it. Like, it wasn't a dream. I didn't know anybody who had did it. Um, even I guess for art, for like a certain portion in my life like I didn't know anybody who was like a famous artist or doing these things or whatever like um when I got introduced to like popular artists or like artists who are like living as artists like but thriving as artists not like it's not no hobby or anything like that like I was like yo like I wanted to it felt like I wanted to tell everybody you know um especially because like I knew some artists growing up that uh like and I understand it, like, yeah. because, like I said before, like, if you don't know anybody doing it and thriving doing it, especially, like, when life hits, then, like, you don't think that you can do it or you don't think that it's possible or you don't know anybody doing it and, like, making a living off of it, like, thriving doing it. So, like, it's not even an idea that crosses your mind. But I've seen it a lot of times, like, a lot of people who got – a lot of people who um, were older, like – art wasn't necessarily a priority in their life anymore it was more of like you know life you know um and as like growing up seeing like artists who were talented who weren't necessarily artists i don't want to say necessarily artists anymore but wasn't pursuing art anymore like i just always kind of had this this idea of like oh you know art is so easy for me and i love creating art and i really don't want to like let go of art or whatever like when I get that age um so like yeah like I always had that feeling of like I, you know you know I'll go to Japan but like I don't know what it is but I've always had this urge to explore adventure like get out you know um it's crazy because like even growing you're curious yeah like okay. even growing up watching certain cartoons maybe it was like more of maybe this is one of the reasons watching i don't really want to say that but <laughs> watching certain cartoons i felt like they were in like this world and they couldn't really adventure anywhere else okay. they couldn't get out you know and i knew that there was more out there maybe it was because of my parents or whatever or like maybe i watched like anime and i seen like oh wow like this vast world like you know um but i've always had like this really urge like to get out explore my parents too like you know they travel they like to travel as well um but yeah so like before i had moved to japan um i had did a lot of traveling so i was traveling a lot i mean a lot i was traveling a lot um and whereabouts like um all over. Um, there was times where I remember I took a flight to New York uh, just to go shopping. Yeah. Like uh, the artsy New York man. It's yeah. Crazy, um, <laughs> I traveled to California a lot. Um, I had a lot of friends that um, have very good friendships, even though I've never lived in the California. Um, just keeping in touch, you know. Um, but I traveled a lot, and my mentor, he traveled more than me, um, and he uh, decided to move to Colombia. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he decided to move to Colombia, and um, 
I was like, I really didn't know what to think of it. I never thought anything negative of it, but I didn't. I just never seen anybody do it outside of military or um, maybe they're from there, you yeah, know. Exactly. Um, yeah. So like having somebody shoulder link, like make a move like that was like huge to me, you know. And I had went to Cuba with him and with one of my other friends. And I just remember like the experience and the peace, like moving to cuba i'm not necessarily uh like it's a trip right so i'm visiting so it's not necessarily like i know a lot about cuba because like i'm sure life living there is different from like visiting there but not being on my phone like having like because there's no like there's wi-fi but there's wi-fi at parks so like there's no like social media really um yeah it's like none of that like so like having that detox and um ah, man it's just really peaceful and <laughs> just I hear you. like wow it's you know i remember walking like Great at feeling. night yeah like walking at night like me and one of my friends john like we literally walked for miles and miles and miles and just like looking at everything and talking about life like it was one of my like best like favorite trips like ever and um it really i feel like made a huge impact changed my like mindset on a lot of different things and um and i feel like for me my mentor showed me that like oh like this doesn't have to just be a vacation like you can live here you know um not necessarily cuba but um like him making the move to like colombia like he visited a couple times I think he visited for like maybe about like a year or I can't remember exactly, but he visited a couple times and and he made the move like and I like I said I didn't know what how to I didn't know what to think like I just I never seen anybody like you know do this or whatever so like I do remember like connecting with like Brandon yeah. and I feel like for me Brandon had a huge impact on like me making my move out to japan like i was talking to him about like life out there i mean life out here and um like the lifestyle and like different things and um for me at that point in time in my life uh, i had been through like a lot of things or whatever and i was really ready for something new you know um and so uh my life was good you know like in atlanta like making money you know at that time i had two cars um and one of my favorite cars um at that point in time or whatever um my dream car and so like life was good you know but um like i feel like after talking to like brandon a lot like over the pandemic and um talking to my mentor like um i made a plan and i just work my plan me moving out to japan like i knew it was going to be difficult like even living here like there's obstacles i already knew that it was going to be hard so to me like looking at it, it's like okay so like what else is there like it's hard i already knew that so like you know what else do i need to do you know so and you chose a country that's the most challenging country yeah. to live in for most westerners yeah. Western yeah yeah it's no work visa like (laughs) if the government's listening to this one like yo like hook us up with a work visa i mean not work visa but a holiday visa holiday holiday yeah 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 we don't got one so like yeah like hook us up i want to go back to what i i want to reiterate what i said before man you already you came in to this country last year last summer yeah. And you already put your foot in the door to what you wanted to do. Yeah, like that to me is like that's respect. For that's, me, it, that like really I said, for me, it was, I don't credit a lot of it to me. Like a lot of it's like listening, being yeah. open minded. You know, like getting a lot of it from my, like my mentors and like the people around me. Like this is advice. Even you, like you know, <laughs> listening advice. to you, like you've been here ten years. So like more. Yeah. Oh well, more. Yeah. So like. <laughs> Yo, like, I'm all, you know, I'm open ears, you know? And so, like, 
I, you know, I don't credit it a, a lot of none of it to myself. Like, yeah, I did the work, you know, but like a lot of it is just like listening, you know, like I don't want to make the same mistake. So like if you can give me advice, like I'm listening, like how can I use what I got, you know what I'm saying? And like make that work. I mean, shit, you're asking me for my advice, dude. I, I feel like I don't need to give you advice because the best things I've always said to people was keep an open mind. Mm, 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 um, it's always, you know, I always talk about this a lot with, with the Japanese community is that you don't need to say what you want to do. Mm-hmm. If you notice, this yeah. culture here, yeah, yeah. it's a very high context culture, yeah, yeah. right? So yeah. it's like, people here will feel you. Yeah, they, yeah. They'll feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, if you have a, a focus, you have a vision. Yeah. But if you're just kind of like, you know, um, what's the Japanese word, tektoni, like just mm. very carefree. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna be. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've heard a lot. Like, I've heard people come out here, you know, like, and you know, granted, like, I haven't been out here long, you know. Um, I see life out here, so, um, like, granted, like I said, I haven't been out here long, but like, I've heard, like, you know, if you're not really, if you're not really, if you don't really want it bad, you'll be here one day and gone tomorrow, like. Like, if you got to really want it, you know? So, like, me, like, I really, really want this, like, you know? I, I, I kind of am curious, man, because, like, you were in Atlanta before this. Mm, like, mm, mm. Yeah, and I, I do know Tokyo is a mm. fast, well-oiled machine. So, mm, how, mm, how do you mm. feel about that, that speed? Uh, It's pretty interesting because, like, you know, Tokyo, my, my experience so far in Tokyo, like, I haven't been here long so you know i do want to say that but like uh tokyo is very fast um it's a city um but i feel like atlanta is really fast too sure sure hmm it's interesting yeah 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 um but one thing i've been saying a lot maybe i'm wrong i don't know uh i haven't been here long enough but uh like tokyo Japan, well, I don't want to say Japan, but Tokyo's big, but it's small. Like, so like you see a lot of the same people. Thousand. Like a lot of people know each other. Thousand percent. Uh, so you know, for the most part, I mean, outside of this interview and stuff like that, I'm trying to stay low key. Like, I'm trying to make moves, but like, I'm trying to stay low key. You know, out the way. Um, and like, if you know me, you know me. Um, but the people who know me, like, really know me, is like the people that. I intentionally spend time with, you know, so like my friends, you know, um, I feel like my friends and the people that are in my circle is like what's most important to me. People that are really important to me is the people that are in orange reach. So like the people who I consider friends or whatever. And um, like that's the people that I'm looking out for. You know, that's the people that I want to like bless because I feel like, you know, even like you said, like coming here to Japan and like, you know, doing pretty decent, like. Um, I credit a lot of that to like you know my friends. I credit a lot of that to like my friends, you know. Like, Dude, and l- let's talk about like, cause uh, you had already a uh, art exhibition already at a, at a yeah. clothing store. Shout out right? to A Valley uh, Privilege Tokyo. Yeah, right? yeah. And uh, I'm I'm guessing you're gonna have some future, uh, yeah, promising future events going. Yeah, on, definitely, right? definitely. Like, like, dude, DJ, you know, you, you, the future is open to you here in Tokyo. And mm-hmm. I think you've already met your footsteps. Um, I just think, like, what you're doing, keep going, keep on going, doing it. And I, I, I will say this here for, on this mm-hmm. episode, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you, I'm, whatever I can do to help. I don't mm-hmm. know what I can do to help, but mm-hmm. I'm here for you. I too, really man. appreciate that. Like, I appreciate that. I appreciate you letting me be here on a you know podcast and being able to talk or whatever. For me, it's like I tell people, I feel like one of the number one things that I, well, I want to say number one thing, but like I feel like one thing that I say a lot about Japan, like in comparison to the states or whatever. Granted, I know that I've only lived in like Louisiana and Atlanta, but it's a different quality of life out here you know and in my experience which i feel like it's everybody experience whether they talk about it or not i feel like everybody's 
um, learning more about themselves like every day. You know, um, I learn about it a lot about myself through conversation um, and creating. Um, but um, I feel like you know Japan, like since I moved to Japan or whatever, like making my move to Japan, like. I think was one of the best decisions I've ever, if not the best decision, I'd say one of the best decisions I've made in like my entire life, you know? Um, the thing, my interests, the things that I like, um, I feel like it all came full circle whenever I made it here to Japan. So whether that be like, oh, you know, like I really like self care. I really like to take care of myself. So like, you know, um, I'm into a lot of, self-care things and like so i noticed that big big skincare routine um like yeah i'm into a lot of that getting massages and <laughs> i'm into all of that so like have you done have you done the onsen yet have you done the hot so course? i was just about to speak on that Yo, so like <laughs> you gotta get it on. man so get it, whenever no no so like whenever i came down here like sento changed my life Onsen changed my life. Isn't like, so fucking underrated? I don't, yo. It's I, underrated. I honestly can't see life without. There's one down the street that's yeah, really good. Too. I can't see life without Sento. <laughs> like, but me thinking about it, looking back, like I seen like my interest in certain things, and then I seen like now living here, I'm like, yo, like this is perfect for me. Like, I love relaxing and reflecting, and Sento is perfect for that. And then, like, the little niches, like, here, like, I'm really into, like, uh, Mark II Volkswagens. So, like, you would think, like, you know, Japan, like, mm, you know, like, Volkswagen's not from Japan, but, like, Japan, Japanese really have a love for, yeah, and specifically, like, the Mark II Volkswagen. And, like, so they've saved a lot of Mark II Volkswagens, whereas, like, from my knowledge, a lot of them are disappearing in the United States. Oh, okay. um, At least this one, because the one I owned was from 1985. So, like, the fact that they saved a lot of Volkswagens, they're really into this model, was just, like, perfect for me, you know? Every Everything that's happening for me here, the people that I meet, the connections that I make, and the things that I'm doing, like it's all confirmation like yo like you made the right move like this this is perfect for you you know like whether it be like i know i speak on cento a lot but like cento or like you know ramen shops or like even the people in my neighborhood like in arima like such sweet people day one i don't know you like i never like i don't first day like, i don't speak japanese you know so like but i'm getting waves i'm getting like hey like good morning you know like it's a good feeling right oh yeah so feeling. like you know and i know japan has this like you know bad sides or whatever but like everything like culturally like the history behind a lot of things and like how things are created and like the discipline that goes into making things and Man, I mean, I just love it, you know? Um, so like, I learned a lot of those things here, yeah. but I was into those things before moving here. And so moving here was very easy. I guess almost like art, like it became very easy to integrate. And even like, you know, there's the challenges, you know, like visa stuff and, you know, um, yeah, there's their challenge, the challenges here, but big difference you know between america and japan like you know being worried about you know like gun violence or those type of things outside of those things like there's a different quality of life here so like, it's very peaceful for me living here um but i i haven't been here long enough so I've always had this theory about people, foreigners who could just come to Japan. Mm -hmm. uh, the first, usually it's the first six to eight months. Mm -hmm. I call it like the Never Never Land syndrome, mm -hmm. where you're in, you're in Never Never Land mm -hmm. and you're just like having a great time. Mm -hmm. But I don't sense that with you, DJ man. Like I think you like you really were. You're very uh, grounded and you're very much like. Shout out to my mentor Skigi Power. Yeah. yeah dude, Shout out to my mentor Skigi because yeah, like. Um, but like, I forget I, I'm in Japan a lot. Yeah. Everybody that's, that's around a good me is thing. Japanese. That's a good thing. You're gonna have 
your trials and tribulations as, as well. Yeah, yeah. But um, but before I let you go, yeah, yeah. I want to know one. I want to know what. Give me like a fucking anecdote of like a surprising thing or a funny ass thing that happened to you. Mm. You know, so far. Ooh. Okay. So like, <laughs> I feel like I've lived a whole. I feel like feel like I've lived another life, you know? Yeah. Not separate lives, but so there's so many like adventures and stories, but I there's think yeah. hmm, I think one of the like funniest things I've experienced or like craziest things. I mean, there's a lot of Shibuya meltdown moments. You, you know that Instagram, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of those moments I've been like, "Yo, what?" Um, especially like with my homies like Andy and, you know like there's a lot of crazy stories but I think I guess this moment is like a little bit smaller but it shocked me because I mean first of all we don't have Cento in America at least I don't think um, so like I don't have the experience but I just thought that this doesn't happen but um, I'm at Cento and um, I'm changing or getting underdressed, and I hear you know, suing my sin, but this voice is like very, it's like, sounds like a woman's voice. And I'm like, wait, what? So I turn around, and it's an elderly lady in the guy's changing room, and I'm like, Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Maybe she blind, she stumbled in. But no, she like works. Like she's an employee. And so I asked my friends and they're like, yeah, this is like typically normal for like elderly women to like work, you know, at Cento. And they work in the guy side as well, cleaning up. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, so I feel like that was one of my one moment that was just like really like crazy. I You're was just like, straight about naked, like yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on a minute, like yeah, that was pretty crazy. What was she asking you? Like, oh, she was just like, oh, soon my saying, uh, I think she was just like, oh, can you move over a little bit or something? I was like, wow, yeah, but. I didn't know like it's, it's normal it's kind of normal but yeah that was crazy that was crazy yeah. yeah but japan is amazing so it's very interesting but yeah. once you have the center lady on your side dude every time you come back you'll be like that's my boy yeah <laughs> <That's> my boy. <laughs> yeah 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 Yo, welcome back yeah yeah, yeah. Everybody, yeah, Cento is really amazing. If you get a chance, you gotta experience it. It's, man, Cento is. I, I wish you all the best for real, dude. Because I I see it like I really do see it in your mind. Appreciate that. Appreciate that a lot. I plan on doing a lot of big things here, so yeah. Just get it, dude. Just, yeah. Just get it. Like yeah. that community. Yeah. Is super important. Man. Yeah, most definitely. So, so most definitely. We got you. Your family, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. So. Appreciate that. All right, man. Let's just finish these beers and. Thank you, man. Cheers. Once again, I want to say a big thank you to my man, DTD. Uh, DJ, you're going to do great things here in Japan. And uh, thank you for coming out and sharing your story. So, And for all of you who are interested in his work and his art, I, I really recommend check, check out his Instagram page. It's at whoisdtd. He's open for commissions and... Uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to thrive well in, in this country. So, yeah. You are listening to Made in Japan Conversations with Meljo Catalan. For questions, comments, and concerns, please email me at japanmademepodcast at gmail.com or check out my socials, the Instagram and Facebook at Made in Japan podcast. Also, feel free to leave a like or review. Hit that those star buttons on the, on the Apple Podcast and Spotify. Um, I'm, I'm very open to 
feedback and you know tell me what you think about this pod of mine so yeah until next time be well everyone stay safe and uh, keep up with the good vibes <laughs>